continue this journey talking about mental health. I feel it's important for everybody out there to know that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone. I have my own story, and that's what I'm going to share with you today. And I just want you to remember, you're not alone. And the best is yet to come. I'm proud of all my friends Cause life ain't always easy but They keep holding on I'm proud of all my friends Cause they keep believing that The best is yet to come Hello and thank you for joining me for another episode of The Best Is Yet To Come. Uh, I've enjoyed our journey so far. You know, we've talked about depression, we've talked about anxiety, and uh, we have some other topics we're going to be talking about in the future, but I felt like it's important that at some point I share my story. Because everybody deals with a lot of these mental health issues at some point in their life and and it can be really isolating and feel like there's nobody else who's going through what you're going through and we all I think at a base level know that that's not true but it always helps to hear about somebody else who's dealing with the same kind of things we're dealing with you know the bible says that's by the word of our testimony that we build faith and so i wanted to share my story with you today about my mental health journey and the best place i know to start that is from the beginning and there's no further back i can go than my childhood now you might be expecting me to talk about issues I had or things that happened to me in my childhood that caused all my mental health issues because that is the story for a lot of people. But honestly, in my case, I had a very happy childhood. I grew up in a pastor's home, so I'm a PK. Um, Grew up with loving parents, good family, great church, never really suffered any abuse except maybe, and I don't tell anybody, but maybe the occasional spanking when I was acting up. Uh, But Honestly, I wouldn't count that as as anything too traumatic in my life. Um, ended up growing up, you know, spending summers at at church camp. Uh, ended up going to Bible college. Uh, ended up going to art college, and of course, I'm giving you the very condensed version of my life here. But um, after college, I then moved to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan for a while and assisted a church up there with assistant pastor. And uh, life was honestly pretty good. After living in the UP, moved back to the Detroit area to assist my father. Worked with him for a few years. And then that brings us up to about five years ago. And this is where the fun starts. So I started dating my wife. Now, before you jump to any conclusions, no, she is not the source of my mental health issues. But because I started dating my wife, I decided that I needed to get another job besides just the ministry job because uh, if anybody who's in ministry is listening, you will understand this, but ministry doesn't always pay that much. And if I wanted to start a family, wanted to really begin a new relationship, new marriage the right way. I knew I had to be more financially stable than I was currently. So I got a job at a trucking company. 
Um, my job was to load and unload trucks. Uh, I drove a forklift and it was a good job. I liked the job. Um, it was, I worked nights, um, which isn't always ideal, but I didn't mind it because I've always been sort of a night owl anyway. And I was good at the job. Um, my bosses liked me. Uh, I was one of their top loaders and unloaders at the, at the site. Uh, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. But one day I was getting ready to load a trailer and when uh, I had to load a trailer, what I had to do is I had to pull what's called a dock plate up between the dock and the trailer so that I could then drive the forklift off and on the trailer as I'm loading it. Well, in the middle of pulling the dock plate up, the trailer got pulled out from under me. And I ended up falling off the dock, landing on my back and injuring my back pretty severely. So this was the beginning. I got up, reported to my manager that I fell. Um, they, I finished out the day. They sent me to a clinic to get checked. And then this started a long journey of doctor after doctor after doctor. I saw multiple doctors who couldn't even tell me what was wrong with me. Um, Finally, about eight months in after the injury, I found a doctor who was able to diagnose what was wrong. Um, I had basically obliterated one of my discs, um, and it was just a matter of finally getting to the right specialist who knew what he was talking about. Uh, but then after that, I started getting treatment through workman's comp, but then eventually my job sent me to another doctor who then denied that there was anything wrong with me at all. So I ended up with a bit of a legal battle to settle and try and get more compensation and more treatment is really all I wanted. I wanted to be treated so I could get back to work and it ended up being a mess and not much happened. Got a little bit of a settlement, wasn't much to speak of. In fact, it was pretty pitiful. And then I got kind of stuck, got stuck without really any real good treatment. Um, the treatment plan was kind of the hard part because they wanted me, uh, for those who know me, I'm a big guy, uh, six foot four. I weigh, currently I still weigh over 300 pounds, uh, but at the time I was well over 400 pounds and the doctor told me that they needed me to get weight off to do surgery. Well, that was a big journey and I've gotten a lot of weight off, but it's been a long process and I'm still in the process and this is five years later. One of the biggest outcomes from all of this and from my injury was it prevented me from sleeping. Now, for those of you who suffer from sleep apnea, not sleep apnea, but insomnia, you know that if you don't get a lot, a lot enough sleep, if you don't get enough sleep, life gets hard. And the more you don't get sleep, the more you don't get sleep. Yeah. And I hope that made sense to you. The less sleep you get, the harder life can be. Um, my mental health started to slowly degrade as the years went by. I average, I still to this day average about two hours sleep for every 38 to 48 hours I'm awake. So it's not a lot of sleep, which means my concentration suffers, my mood suffers, 
my ability to get things done suffers, which is already bad because I have a bad back, which doesn't allow me to do things. And if I overexert myself, I can be laid up for days at a time. And it's just not a fun place to be. Now, I know many of you probably have similar stories like this, stories where you're dealing with chronic pain or dealing with chronic mood swings, chronic depression, uh, anxiety. These are all things that honestly I had never dealt with before. Up to this point, I had been a happy, I I would like to say well-regulated person. And honestly, to the point where when people would talk to me about depression, when people would talk to me about anxiety, I was one of those people who were guilty of honestly not believing them. I would use the statements like, well, you know, you need to just get over it. Well, why are you so down? Life life is good. I was guilty of that because I didn't suffer from those effects. But suddenly I found myself in a place where I was the one with depression. I was the one with anxiety. I was the one dealing with panic attacks on a fairly regular basis. First time I had a panic attack, I felt like I was having a heart attack. I didn't know what was happening. It was it was really an interesting story. I had walked into the house, walked into the kitchen, and I'm standing there and I had little sleep and I knew I was anxious and I knew I was having a little bit of a rough time, but I believe it was my mother dropped a coffee cup and it shattered on the floor and I felt my brain shatter with it. Next thing I know, I'm on the floor in tears, not knowing what's happening to me. And it scared me to death. And I still periodically have those panic attack moments. But it was hard for me to understand what was going on. It was hard for me to comprehend what it was that was actually happening to me. And for a long time, it was hard for me to accept it. It was hard for me to accept that, yes, I now, Andrew Lehman now deals with depression. Andrew Lehman now deals with anxiety. Andrew Lehman now can have a panic attack at any moment and completely fall apart. Andrew Lehman, who was once the social butterfly, who loved the crowd, who loved interacting with people, it now drained me to a point where I was just exhausted after even the littlest of social interaction. I still pastor a church to this day, and and I, I serve a church that, that is very understanding of my situation. They know my health issues. They know my mental health issues, and, and they're very understanding. But a pastor can't avoid his people all the time. So I have to interact with people. I have to still pour out into people, and it exhausts me. Now, I don't want you to think I'm saying any of this for a pity party. Of course, anybody who's suffering from any of this probably is listening and shaking their head saying, yes, I feel that. Yes, I understand. Yes, yes, you're, you're speaking my story, Brother Lehman. But those of you who don't deal with this, you might be thinking, well, he just needs, he just needs a little more Jesus in his life. He just needs God to work through him. And you know what? You're right. I do need more Jesus. I do need God to work through me. 
I do need God to give me strength every day. And you know, that's one of my daily prayers now that I'm in this situation, is God, give me the strength to make it through today. Sometimes my prayers are, God, give me the strength to make it through this next minute, this next second. I pray before every church service, God, give me the strength to to still help your people, to be a blessing to your saints. And give me the strength to be able to walk away and feel okay. Do I always feel okay? No. But I do can say that God has always given me the strength to make it through to make it to the next moment, to make it through the next conversation, to make it through the next day, through the next activity. It's hard. It's very hard. But I want you to know it does get better. Do I still suffer from anxiety and depression and social anxiety and social exhaustion? Do I still suffer from all that? Do I still not get enough sleep? Yes, I still have all of those things. Does my back still hurt constantly? Yes, it still hurts constantly. But I've found that if I partner with God, if I focus what attention I can give to God, I'm able to make it through the next moment. There are times, and this is me just being open honest, there's still times I feel like giving up. There's still times I feel like, what's the point? And I, I have my little pity party But I find that if I will turn that pity party into a conversation with God, that ultimately things get better. Things become what they're supposed to be. I find that where I am today is better than where I was before my injury. I know that sounds odd because Brother Lehman, you're now dealing with all of these issues. You're dealing with with all this pain, with all this mental illness. How can you say that you're better off now than before your injury? I'm better off now because through this whole trial, this whole situation, God has taught me to not depend on myself as much, but to start depending on him more and more and more every single day. God has broken down the ego that was Andrew Lehman and turned it into an ambassador for what God can do in somebody's life. I promise you, I'm not the same person I was five years ago. And some would argue that I was better five years ago because I was healthy. But I would argue that I'm a better person today because of what God has put me through. Because now I'm less reliant on myself and more reliant on him. And he has proven to me that no matter what I face, no matter how much pain I'm in, no matter any of those situations, that he's always going to be there by my side. He's always going to give me that strength. You know, the 
old song, it's not that old, but the old song says, A saint is but a sinner who fell down and got up again. Well, I know that that's talking about sin, but I also believe it's talking about trials and tribulations. And yes, it's been a trial. Yes, it's been a tribulation. But God has proven to me over and over that the best is yet to come. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope you continue to join me on this journey as we talk about mental health. And yes, my story's not the worst, but I would say that there's a lot of people out there who can understand and and empathize with with what I'm trying to put across. You are not alone. Others are suffering through the same things you are, but through God, through the Bible, through prayer, through reading the word, through fasting, you can find that you will find the strength and the ability and the peace of mind to make it through the next moment, to make it through the next day, to make it through the next conversation. And I'm praying for you. In fact, I want to pray for you right now as I end every session. Jesus, right now, I'm asking you to look down upon your people, those under the sound of my voice who are listening right now. God, you see the turmoil, you see the pain, you see the depression, the anxiety, all of the things that that we are dealing with on a daily basis, God. But we know that where our strength comes from, we know where our peace comes from, and it comes from you, God. So, Lord, I'm asking you right now to move in every heart and every mind, move in every situation, move in every pain, in every ache of body and ache of heart, God. And Lord, heal and put a soothing salve, Lord, on every situation. Because Lord, we know that you have a plan for us. You have a a plan and a journey that you want us to be on. And God, you never put your people through something for no purpose. God, I believe that we can be a witness and we can be a testimony to your goodness and your grace in our lives. Even though we are still continuing to go through some of our trials, God, we can still stand tall and stand proud and say, look at what the Lord has done in our life. Lord, we thank you for it. We thank you for all you're doing. And God, we believe that you have the best yet to come in store for our lives. And we thank you. And we praise you, give you all the praise and glory you're worthy of. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for joining me on this episode. Uh, I hope my testimony can be a blessing to you. Um, Feel free to reach out at any time if you'd like to share your story, if you'd like to comment. Um, I know you can leave voice comments on the Anchor app, but also if you want to look me up on Facebook, uh, it's just facebook.com slash Andrew Lehman. Uh, A-N-D-R-E-W-L-E-A-M-A-N. Feel free to connect with me. I'd love to talk to you, hear about your journey. And if I can help in any way, I'm happy to do so. Uh, I love you, praying for you. God bless.